And we are live. What is up? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. We are back with another week of the DGN Report. This is episode 19, and we are joined by our friend, Button, uh, Button Glover, <laughs> you might notice, uh, from around the community. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to you, Button. If you could just um, tell the people a little bit more about yourself um, how you yeah. got into Cardano in the first place, and then um, you know a little bit about what you do in the space currently. Yeah, my name is Button Glover. I have been in the space since September of 2021. Uh, I am the community manager for the Dead Rabbit Resurrection Society and an all-around NFT enthusiast. Awesome. And awesome. So uh, people most likely know you because of the Dead Dead Rabbit Society. However, didn't those admit like maybe four or five months ago? So, so how did you like build your following? Because you you kind of have been in here for a very very long time. Yeah. So Dead Rabbits minted back in April, and I came probably six months before that in September and so I started out with a decent following I've had Twitter for like a long time like I remember being in high school and that was like the one social media app that wasn't blocked so I (laughs) naturally had it It, this was like back in 2009 and I used it and it was kind of cringy and like you know then I went through phases where I did and didn't have it and whatnot but same account and so then I got into the NFT space I found out about Well, I started on Ethereum, actually. I found out about these people who were making millions of dollars with pictures, and I was like, well, I'm going to find a meme on the internet, and I'm going to make it an NFT. And so I I made, like, 20 NFTs uh, that's all the same meme on Ethereum, and I tried to sell it on Rarible, and nobody bought it, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder why. Uh, Terrible. Um, And then I ended up buying uh, Ether NFT. It didn't do super well. And then I couldn't even sell it because the gas fees were so high. And I was like, all right, (laughs) screw this. I'm out. No more NFTs for me. Uh, I'm done burning money. And yeah, I I gave up. And then eventually I found a YouTube video that was talking about Cardano NFTs and, uh, you know, these hype drops that were coming and, and all this stuff that was going on in this new NFT ecosystem. And I was like, hmm. Okay, this seems a little bit, uh, you know, better entry point than Ethereum. So I'm going to go ahead and yep. try it. And so I load up my wallet and I get ready. And I mint Tiger Society was my first like live mint where it was like they're announcing it. And then we're going to send the ADA to an address and they're, we're going to get the NFT. Uh, and that's how I started um, was just minting. And I grew a bit through a bunch of different nft projects early on i was in tiger society i was in uh ape society i was in kongs i was in um masked on buttons very heavily uh and then eventually i ended up finding the founders of dead rabbits online nice uh i found them very early on i was like one of the first three or four people to find them and we talked about you know what they needed uh in kind of where they were where I was, I, you know, I offered, I started by volunteering. I was like, I'm happy to help you. I'll, we can get a Discord set up. I'll be a moderator for you if you want. Um, you know, these are kind of the other projects that I've been into. And through more talks, eventually they brought me onto the core team and I was able to help develop the project, which was super exciting. Sick. That's pretty dope. That, 
That is awesome. Did did you did you ever imagine that dead rabbit society would kind of become the uh, the, the top blue chip that it kind of is today, though? Uh, so I thought we would do well. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly how well we had this approach to growth that a lot of projects uh, did not take where we went very organic uh, and we, you know, very, very clean. We didn't do a lot of giveaways. Uh, We found that uh, giveaways are great, right? Like we love giving back to the community any way that we can. But when you run a bunch of giveaways, you end up with people who are only there because of the giveaway, not because they're actually interested in your project. Right. To to be honest, we kind of began doing that. But they you know we we kind of like quickly learned that that the people joining the giveaways are like ninety percent just like bots, just <laughs> yeah. just joining and then never paying any attention to the content ever. Yeah. So it's a, like the the best way to kind of become bigger doing what we do is to. To uh, kind of get those like viral clips, like more so out there, which you guys also kind of did when you did these like local nodes. Yeah, node keys were super great for us. We those were, able were to... fucking insane. That was dude, sick. I remember when so Mitch cool. when Mitch found one, he like called me on my phone. He's like, "Dude, I got this fucking node. I was out here Ubering. I found it." <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That was what we were going for, right? Yeah. Uh, it, it's one of my favorite things we did. I was pretty jealous because I live in Connecticut, and uh, the closest ones were, like, New York, I yeah. think. And as much as I would have loved to take a day trip to New York to go hunt for a node key for a project that I work for. Uh, <laughs> Sounds kind of unfair, though. Yeah, exactly. It, there's a lot of things that I don't participate in that I probably could. There's no problem with it, but I one it gives off that perception that like oh well the core team is you know ju- they're participating they're just gonna win and then also they're... like I want rabbits to be able to participate right if I find the node yeah. key somebody else who who bought a rabbit who's in our community who's like grinding on Twitter with me every day they're gonna miss that opportunity and that's not something that I want the the cool thing about doing the nodes was that. Be be a be a four like that day I found it. Mm-hmm. I knew about what you guys w- were doing, mm-hmm. but 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 back then I like wasn't in there like checking things out. But my buddy told me, "Hey, you live in a Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. You should go find this." So kind of because of that i uh, kind of got super involved in the community even more where where i feel like with most most other nft projects there's no big reason to join when like things like go up when when things pump be because you you see um, most things are like oh i buy for this type of art or this type of utility where to be honest there's not much utility going on in cardano so uh, Mm -hmm. for you guys to do these like nodes where you where you um more so go out 
find these things when no other NFTs doing that. That to me is huge and like tells so much about what you guys are actually doing. Yeah, I thought that was it was a blast. First of all, like yeah. I, I it was wonderful being able to wake up every day and be like, who's gonna get the node key? What's gonna happen? Yeah. It, like I had. We had people DMing us like they went with their family. They're telling us how much their fun their kids had, right? We had one guy go from uh, where he lived to Atlanta four and a half hours, three days in a row. Like it, it was cool to see people. Did did he find it ever? No, no, he didn't. <laughs> ah, loser! <laughs> no, don't this be guy's a loser. No, that's not Tracking. nice. He so he had the opportunity to actually. Uh, that's why this is one of the reasons why I respect him a lot is he had the opportunity to grab it and it was between him and a family with a small kid. And he said, as much as I want this node key, I've traveled at the time is probably like almost 20 hours worth of driving. You got to think it's a four hour commute there and back each day. Uh, right. He said, no, like I'm, this kid is going to have so much more joy from that instead of me. And, And it was awesome. And Thankfully, cool. uh, at CNFTCon, we were able to get him uh, one of the pins, so that was exciting. Aw. Yeah. See, see, maybe I'm just, like, not a good person, because if that <laughs> was the case with me, oh, when, when, say I saw this kid had this, like, 2,000 data node, then, then, then I'd just go over there, just go grab it out of his hands and say oh are you gonna tell your mommy and then i just drive drive well the the kid's mommy was also standing right there and when when i ended up finding my node that there were these two guys there and because the park it was at was not a super popular dallas park you uh kind of knew of what that they were they were here like for so i'm yeah. like i'm guessing you guys are also here for the dead rabbit and then they're like yeah and then i'm like so so, so are you guys into any other projects and they're like yeah and i'm like yeah, okay <laughs> so so are you gonna tell me and then they just like didn't tell me and i'm like oh oh i'm gonna beat both of these fucking dudes and these guys were working together to share the fucking value of this note and me in a while me in a while like like i showed up maybe 30 minutes late like found the note 15 minutes later in the easiest place there but but anyways so a tiny bit ago you were t- talking about the uh, kongs which the kongs recently <laughs> hit a bit of a rough patch some people might call it bud big t would you would like to expand on that uh, yeah, I mean yeah I mean I'm sure we're all kind of like familiar the, I mean over the last week uh, they had two other team members leave which was what benny benny at the bank and swaggins um and then there was like the whole taylor wade situation which was honestly like 
comical because everyone was talking about that and not like the team members leaving and then everyone was can just it, like can you can you tell people about that situation? oh yeah it was basically taylor wade's like this guy that, that you've like i've seen around the community quite a bit and he he was like apparently he was kong of the month i don't own a kong i'm like not into kong so i didn't know he was kong of the month but apparently he was like kong of the month he was doing like a like a, over the like a like a one on one trade with somebody in the community. I think he was doing it with Remy. Remy sent him the ADA. He listed like the Kong was listed and he accepted an offer on it at the same time. So he basically got paid twice for the same Kong and then he basically he said he he paid Remy back and, and whatever, but it was a whole stir up. Um so yeah, I think that was kind of like a fud. I, I mean, it was to me that was just kind of like funny. Everyone was just like everyone like found a picture yeah. of him, was posting on Twitter, like doxing him, like that was wild. But um, more so, yeah, I think like I mean, it's important to realize when like people you know leave teams and like where that leaves the team at. Um, I'm not really even sure anybody knows really why. I think they just had like some disagreements, which is like that's fair. People don't like people don't always agree, so sometimes it's better to like you know step away from each other. Um, Overall, you know, my stance in this space is that as someone who loves, like, CNFT drama, I think that most of the things are overblown and, like, out of context. Like, most people just like to argue. Granted, I like to argue, so, like, I know where people are coming from because I like to argue about stuff that's overblown and out of context. Uh, but, like, most things, I think people find, like, a breadcrumb bread and then run with it and make it into, like, a big thing that it's not. So, um, look, I think, you know, all the best to the Kongs. Hope they get their mushrooms soon. Um, but, yeah, I just think... I think it was just kind of funny that the whole Taylor Wade situation was overshadowing, like, the the team situation. Because, apparently, like, Taylor Wade was on a, a Spaces, on, on Kenny Space, and then, like, his... Or he wasn't. And then his, like, dad joined, and it was, like, 2 a.m., and his dad was, like, yelling at everybody. <laughs> like, apparently, it was, like, a funny-ass thing. You guys thing. are bullying him. Yeah, basically. Basically. Like that. Yeah, yeah, basically Damn. like that. Ooh. It was like my son wouldn't do anything wrong, and like his that dad. Apparently, is... everyone was like, "Who is this guy?" And it was his dad. Like apparently, it was really Dude. funny. See, that that dad deserves to be dad of the month for that. Like coming in and being like, "How?" I mean, dare do you though? You if your kid is grown, like, do you? <laughs> dude, dude, honestly, if like, like, like an adult, like I don't need super, my dad to defend me. But, but like, say I say something, like, super, super outlandish, as I always do, and then, like, maybe on, like, f fucking Shark Tank or Wallet Wednesdays, they're like, that, that, that stutter boy guy said this, then my dad comes in, <laughs> just begins, like, cursing people out, that, that'd be fucking a little, like, I was so upset that I, I was listening to the space for two hours, and I had to go to bed, because then it was, like, 2 a.m., like, they had been going on this space all day, but, yeah, yeah, that's basically what happened, so, like I said, I think most things, most things people argue, because they like to argue, I like to argue, so I chime in, but most things, that, I think, it's just that way. That, that, that drama is so fucking dumb. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't know much about it, like before Big T just talked about it. But it's so fucking dumb because it got resolved, like, relatively fast. So, so it's like... Oh, this... I think I think it was it was like more crazy because he like apparently like scammed Remy and then like immediately like he deleted his Twitter so everyone was like what the fuck is going on and then he oh, had like a, then he had a burner Twitter and came back and it was kind of crazy but 
That's why it See, looks sus. Because like, why would you? Why would you take someone's ADA and not give them their NFT and then scrap your account? Yeah, that does look pretty sus. It looks yeah. sus. And then he came back and was like, "I was just stepping away from like CNFT space, like because it's toxic. This proves that." But like, what did you want people to think when you when you took someone's yeah. ADA and then scrapped your account? Like, that's a bad look. Yeah, it comes down to play dumb games, win dumb prizes, and that seems like right. a pretty dumb game. Like, uh, even if there was no malicious intent, you have to be really not thinking about anything to think, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this guy's aid, I'm going to delete my account, and people are going to think that everything's on the up and up. Does does this type of, like, shit happen over in, like, Olays or Buds? Being, I will, I will stand by the fact that I will stand big communities but but it always seems that that like kongs he gets in so much more shit than both i think the that and buds do i think that i i like to i like to say that clay is like the unfuddable project like clay's like they really do like their team at least kind of maneuvers in a way where i feel like they're very conscious about like the things that they're doing and like what it's going to represent in the community and i think that like, you know, everybody on that team is very, like, smart about how they move. You could say that, like, some people in the community might be, like, say say out-of-pocket stuff on Twitter. I think every community has that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just – I think it is what it is. I think some projects, like, you know, fumble a situation a little bit worse than others, and that just happens from time to time. But we're also in the middle of a bear market, and everybody wants to latch on to, like, whatever they can to, like, talk about for the time being. So I think that's kind of what happens. Like I said – not shooting it, not throwing stones. My house is glass. I'm the one that does it. You know, I, I do it too. But I'm just, I'm just saying I'm aware of that it's drama and it doesn't matter. I just like to participate in it. But I'm also saying that I'm aware of it. These, these Kongs just need to smoke a blunt and just <laughs> chillax. Do, do as their title says and just chill out. <laughs> but but then kind of going into the 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 other drama, you see people like leaving the team, and you kind of think maybe is that because of the mushrooms drop or or is it like something else? Yeah, where are you you guys kind of add on that? I mean. It's one of those things that we only know what they tell us, right? Uh, And from what I've seen, it's been handled very professionally on both sides. Uh, I know Swaggins personally, right? Like I met him at CNFTCon. We've we've conversed a handful of times in the CNFT space. He's a rabbit as well, right? Uh, Benny at the bank, I got to meet at CNFTCon. We don't know each other as well. Uh, but you know, we, you're in the space long enough. You bump shoulders with pretty much everyone. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, uh, the only thing I've seen from them is, you know, we decided to go in different directions. It didn't, you know, uh, unfortunately yeah. we kind of have a difference of opinion, uh, but that's going to happen, right? Not everybody's going to see eye to eye on some things. Uh, and when you join a team, especially like Kong's team has grown, uh, bigger than a lot of teams, Right, like they have. Uh, I know Deckard is on there. Aki, I believe, is still on the team. You have uh, Solart, I believe, is like their marketing manager. You had Swag. My boy Wantello, moderator. Right? Hey, right? like, Wantello. 
Shout out to Juan. I love Juan. Shout out Juan, Juan used to show up to pod. play Smash cards. Yeah, Juan used to show up to play Smash cards for Rabbits, and we'd have a blast. And that was also the day that I found out that Portugal really, 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 really wanted a node key. Uh, because Juan showed up with every single Cardano NFT person from Portugal and was like, <laughs> Uh, Please. Where's our note? Yeah, team? no, it, like it, it's crazy. It was one day. There was just like two hundred people that came out of nowhere and were yeah. like Portugal flag. I was like, I think Please. it's I, I think it's Portugal. Please it's been a button. while. If I if yeah, I'm he's saying po- yeah, wrong, he's, yeah, he, yeah, he's from Portugal. Yeah. Okay, we, okay. We had him on like maybe two or three months ago. Yeah, yeah, like episode that ten, eight. Was something a, like that fun episode but yeah yeah but as, as so that's the thing though right like as a team grows uh there's going to be more people there's going to be more opinions and uh just statistically speaking there's going to be more disagreements most likely and so when you get to a point where you're doing business right and the other thing too is you you have to look at all the individuals right like every single person uh, in the Cardano NFT space has something going on besides Cardano NFTs. Yeah. Right. Whether it's fiat, whatever, and we're in a bear market, right? I I know a lot of people who were working full time in the space, and because of the fact that ADA is now down to thirty cents and that crypto's <laughs> down, and right, like it doesn't make sense for them. They they can't do it anymore. You you know, there's people who just can't afford to invest, you know, five hours a day into into crypto in nft projects when uh the return for it isn't great because all of the currencies across the board are down right like it it is what it is uh you know and that's no one's fault it's just kind of the the situation we're in um but yeah Yeah, there's a lot of reasons why teams would disagree and uh you know why teams would move around or change so but overall i I love swaggins i love benny uh i'm really excited for whatever they do next i'm sure they're gonna do amazing yeah. Do do a you do you own any Kongs any um, more button or did you paper hand it? I paper handed my Kong like I paper hand pretty much every NFT. Uh, so this is kind of what happened, right? I had a Kong and I bought my Kong. I was happy with it, right? It's a white Kong uh, with a like a umbrella hat and a dress, <laughs> and I didn't oh, that's fire. like the dress. Yeah, oh, I wasn't a fan I of the dress. It was fire. It, it was fire, but for me, it was like, well, this dress doesn't exactly represent my masculine self. Uh, as, Does as, it, or, or <laughs> is, is it... Uh, somewhere, I he, don't he was pulling a Harry, me, um, a Harry like Styles. But, but, so, somewhere out there exists a video of, like, four-year-old Button in, see? like, full makeup and a dress singing the power rangers theme song on an exercise bike that was like recorded with a camcorder on a vhs on the exercise bike that's talent dude the exercise bike my parents i would have been winded i'd have been trying to sing couldn't breathe yeah it was i mean i was four yeah i guess four-year-olds kind of have like an unending an unending energy kids are weird dude like they don't have knees it's (laughs) wild um, <laughs> they they don't have legs. They don't don't have knees. No, that's just so, fucking snakes. No, no, so, no, for fucking, real. Your kneecaps that's don't a, that's really a real, form until you're like yeah. Four. That's a that's a real thing. So I've worked with kids for the past five years. Yeah, yeah, you don't get like an ACL until you're like ten or eleven. Yeah, 
Like, like the structure of your knees just isn't. That's why kids can like. Yeah. That's why kids can like squat down and like just sit there for like a like a whole like minute, two minutes, and like not feel anything, you know? Yeah, it, it, the human body's wild. Um, I don't even remember what we were talking about. How we got this? <laughs> we were talking about calling we get the dress. Oh yeah, yeah, so so the dress I didn't feel like represented me, and I also needed some aid at the time, so I was like, all right. Yeah. Uh, I'll sell this Kong, and then later on, I'll buy a Kong that I vibe with, that I like, and, and I'll hold it. It'll be great. Mm-hmm. And then I found out that I was a paper hands, and <laughs> I missed the opportunity to buy another Kong. Well, now might be a good time to buy. Back They've again. held pretty like where they were at like this past Ooh. week, and I will I will what say that it? it's Currently, like thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred, something like that. But that's not a bad buy-in. I, and I will say, I, I will say, I will give Kongs. Like, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll give, I'll give Kongs their flowers, like as much as kind of up and down that they've had to deal with, like as far as from the community the past, like you know, however long they've been around, I feel like they've had to deal with a lot of shit. Um, you know, they're they've like been able to kind of like hold it strong, you know, fairly yeah. well. Um, yeah, they have like, a they have a very good. strong community, and they. Uh, don't want to be lost on you like they're one of the biggest reasons uh for the smart contract adoption right like that wasn't a thing until kong's pushed for it and was like jpeg stores supporting royalties uh we encourage you to buy on jpeg store we don't support cnftio and all of the kongs moving uh eventually led to a mass exodus of projects that were working with cnftio like, I remember the days Clay's announced their support for JPEG Store, right? They made an announcement. They're like, we've worked with CNFTIO. We've done the majority of our volume there. We love yeah. CNFTIO, right? Like, uh, what, you know, what they've done, but they refuse to support creators. And this marketplace is. We, we encourage yeah. you to buy on JPEG Store. And none of that happens if Kongs doesn't have that push to yep. go there. Yep. Right? Or yeah. it, I, I won't say it never happens because I think ultimately – uh, the market will always go towards value. And I think promoting royalties is actually a really big thing, right? It's really important for projects to be able to make royalties to con- continue to grow and sustain themselves as a business. Um, mm. and, and so the market, I think, inevitably would have gone there uh, because creators would always want to push for it. But th- Kong's was the catalyst for it. Yep. Yeah. Come Shout out the monkeys. Get that. You know? There's not enough monkeys on our blockchain yet. Yeah, let's get a couple more. Um, so awesome. So we moving got, on. We got from... a lot of monkeys, bro. We got a lot of yeah, monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like not monkeys, nearly bro. enough. Say, why do more you think monkeys? Monkeys are so popular on our blockchain. It's tr- I, it's well, so I don't think it's our blockchain. I think it's just it, yeah, it's trendy blockchain in general. But I think the real reason is because it's a non-human thing. That humans will vibe with the easiest, right? Like, be because we two are very similar to these monkeys and all. Yeah, they're like that. They, they, they are the closest you can get to being a lot like tea, but but being a part of the the <laughs> part of the animal kingdom. I mean, a yeah. look at tea. He yeah. resembles a <laughs> chimpanzee. I'm more of a, like an orangutan. I I would hope. Yeah. You know, that's I'd like to think I'm a gorilla. Um, my ex girlfriend would say I'm a hippo. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) and this is why she's an ex. Yeah, that's why we moved on. 
See ya. See, um, see you later, nerd. Uh, button single, no. Let's go. Button is for sure a, a rabbit. Button is a rabbit. Uh, button will always be a rabbit. Dead rabbit till I die. Uh, yeah. He's getting so, a tattoo uh, soon. Let's move on. So, uh, kind of going off of that, so it's been like six months since you guys first met him. Where can you see the D D R R S B in one year's time? Oh, man, that's a good question. So, one year from now, I think we will have thousands of people playing the Mole Wars app. Uh, I think we will have uh, moles and rabbits uh, on the blockchain. I imagine uh, we will have awarded a bunch of dead for playing Mole Wars. Um, yeah, I imagine that our art will be synonymous with the Cardano ecosystem. That's one of our goals is, right, when, yeah. when people hear Cardano NFTs, we want them to think, oh, yeah, dead rabbits and dead rabbits. I mean, there's yeah. other art that's absolutely synonymous, right? Uh, like, yeah. I think Clay's, I think Bud's. Uh, eh, but when I think Cardano, right, uh, I, I want to think rabbits. And so yeah. uh, I think w a, a year from now, uh, as we establish ourselves more and more, right, like we're very established, but one of the things that sets projects apart is the time that they've been there. And it, it's crazy because blockchain moves so fast, right? Like we minted six months ago. And we're already considered, like, an OG project, kind of. Uh, obviously, we haven't been around Second as long as Clay's and Bud's. But, yeah, we're, yeah, we were that first wave of, uh, you know, 2022 projects. Um, and, you know, it, like, it's crazy to think that we've been around less than a year. And we're already kind of, like, grandfathered in as, you know, yep. the, this kind of, like, established situation here so yeah i would say uh thousands of players playing mole wars um and synonymous with the cardano ecosystem is where i think we'll be in a year nice Damn. nice and so for people that don't know like what is the like the the mole wars like centered around yeah so okay i'm pretty excited about <laughs> it so we have a bunch of stuff coming. So we just started staking for dollar sign dead. You can earn dead coin uh, by staking your rabbits to DRS pool. Um, and so you'll earn dead. Uh, in upcoming mints, we have weapons, battle class NFTs, uh, and moles, right? Uh, moles are like the antagonist of our story. Uh, if you have gotten the opportunity to read the Dead Rabbits lore, which I recommend you do, not because I'm a rabbit fan, but because I'm a story fan. I've watched like a lot of anime. Uh, I've been watching a lot of fantasy. Um, I absolutely love like the hero's journey and the telling of stories. And yeah, same. in my opinion, Dead Rabbits does it just as good, if not better than anyone in the space. The, the lore is like, I'm not much of a reader. I prefer to watch. And I'm over, like, I'm hooked, right? Like, I, I think there's been two or maybe three projects overall that, um, hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got a message. I need to make sure it was an emergency. Um, yeah, the, um, 
like it has me hooked i'm like as soon as it comes out as soon as i get time that day i'm reading it or or the next day if i don't have time that day but usually like day of uh it's well written you see it from different perspective of different rabbits uh and the main antagonist throughout the entire rabbit story has been the moles um and so we actually yeah those damn moles and so we actually have a battle app coming called mole wars where you will be able to battle not only your rabbits uh, and your moles, but any Cardano NFT that you own, that, that you want to participate with. Um, Sick. Nice. Yeah. And, and like, we've seen those, like, Pokemon-esque games. So is it going to be a, like that? Or when you talk about it, I kind of think, like, worms what type of game is it going to be? Yeah, so I don't know much about Worms, but basically you're going to have your Rabbit or your Mole or your Outlander NFT, uh, which is what we're calling them, which is any Cardano NFT that you'd like to use with an Outlander battle class. Uh, And so we'll have um, the weapons will boost your stats, and the battle class NFT will give you like a base character sheet set. So, mm-hmm. like, the battle class NFT could have you have, like, really good strength uh, and pretty good agility. And, the, and there's a bunch of different ways yeah. to build your character, right? So you can go really hard glass cannon into one, right? Uh, so it's like, oh, I'm really, really, really good at strength, but my agility's low and my wit is not so great. Um, so I'm going to get beat by those classes. But if I come up against a strength-based class, I, I'm going to dominate. You can balance them out. So you can be really good at one, kind of good at two, uh, but you can't be good at three, right? And so it comes with all these different, like, metas that you can do by switching weapons and and building your character. We're going to have leaderboards so that when you battle, um, you know, it gets placed on a leaderboard. And we'll have, like, monthly leaderboards where you can earn dead for placing high. Uh, It's really exciting. I'm super stoked for it. That sounds so, sick. Uh, so the uh, way it sounds, it's going on more so down in this type of RPG. Uh, like, you use th- this attack, I'll use this attack to counter this attack. So, the, kind of like that, or? The, I, I best describe it as like a critical thinking strategy game. Ah. Uh, right? Where it's like, okay, I have, right, your battle class NFT gives you uh, kind of your base right like uh these are my stats i i have you know 10 strength three agility uh you know four wit right and then you have your weapons uh which gives you boosts in certain uh, classes based on what you have and so then you get the strategic choice of you know which weapons do i want to pair with which battle class nfts uh to make sure that i'm winning these fights um, but then there's counters to it, right? It's like, oh, nice. well, I want to, you know, I want to be a really, really strength-based character. Well, you you might be really, really in trouble if you come up against somebody who's agility-based, right? Yeah. Or if you're agility-based, you might be really, really in trouble uh, against somebody who is wit-based, right? And so, but then you have the this weird, you know, this strategy that plays into it. It's like, okay, well, this guy is is pretty good at strength and pretty good at agility. What do I do? Right? Like, how do I counteract that? And so I'm really excited to play. Uh, I can't wait. 
Big D, uh, who is the one who's built the Secret Goats minting service, uh, is building the battle app for us. We are super, nice. super excited. Uh, in my opinion, he has the best mints in the space. He did Blurry Kits. He did Journey. Uh, he's He did Dead Rabbits Mint. Um, I, I love yeah. a lot of the, the minting services in the space. I, I have friends that run them. Uh, I think they're amazing. Same as us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, and like, I absolutely love those. But uh, for me, my opinion is that Big D has the smoothest minting service. Um, and the, so I'm super excited to see what he builds for the battle app. That's sick. Yeah, I think the minting space is really interesting, right? Because I feel like you see like a lot of, I don't know what you want to call it, centralization around like the marketplace. We all use the same marketplace. But as far as the mm-hmm. minting service, I mean, it's like everyone's just duking it out to try to be the best minting service. And they're, it started off with having like, in maker and now there's like 10 different services and they're all equally as good you know so i feel like it's the um it's awesome the, i think it's great the thing i'd love to see is like minting services like finding their niche like maybe this minting services like better but but it doesn't provide any utility or maybe that this one's not as fast but but then if, there's like better chances at doing like utility immense later on and th- things like that because even when we t- talked to, to peppermint uh, last episode on how they're different <laughs> it didn't sound too different than than like whether that be anvil or or end maker or any of these other ones so so, yeah, so I mean- like Go Go on. I was just going to say, I I think that, I think that like you find those differences when you interact with those people, when you're trying to mint an actual project, right? Like we're not minting anything. So I don't know what those conversations look like. I don't know what kind of like materials they're asking for to provide so that they can facilitate Mm -hmm. that. I feel like that, I feel like the minting service all comes down to like the ease of access and the communication with the team that's running the mint, Right. And I feel like if you're not in that circle trying to do that, like specific transaction, everything kind of looks the same because from the outside when you're minting, (laughs) unless you're in maker, which I think is not that great, um, personal opinion, but I feel like, I feel like, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like from the outside, it's not that, um, like not that different as far as an experience wise. Yeah, but um, but uh, leave it to us to talk out of our In, asses. I mean, for real. But I'm sure Button can speak to that too, right? Like, I, I can speak on it a little bit. I was yeah. not super involved uh, in the decision making process around the rabbits mint, but I, you know, I would say I have more insight than the average community member, um, especially because I've minted a lot. Right, like I have yeah. used Peppermint, I've used Ada Anvil, I've used Endmaker, I've used Secret Goats, I've used JPEG Stores Mending Service. Right, like I don't think I've used Wild Things Mending Service. I don't think there's one that I haven't used. And so I think uh, when you're making that decision as a project, and, and by the way, any project that's listening to this, uh, you know, you need to do your own research. This is not financial advice. Uh, right. right, never is. But uh, there's never a lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot of things to take into account, right? It's like, uh, you know, how much do you need as a team, right? How much help do you need, uh, right? Do you need no help, right? Do you have a almost a dedicated dev on your team? Well, maybe Endmaker is right for you because it's the most affordable, 
right? But it also is the most involved as far as work goes, right? Like you have to upload all of your own images. You have to deal with your own metadata, uh, mm. right? It, it's just a tool that allows you to perform the mint yourself, right? And they have support in the Discord, I imagine. And uh, I imagine they also have people that you can hire to help you with it or or some sort of networking for something like that. I, I would imagine. I don't know. Uh, I haven't used it. That's not my experience. Um, yeah. Right. Or maybe you need a whole team to handle that for you. Right. Maybe you're just artists and all you know is, well, we draw art. We that's it. We want to, you know, but we don't know how to do metadata. We don't know how to code. We don't, we, yeah. you know, we're not super savvy in blockchain. Well, you know, maybe you need a more in-depth service. Right. Maybe you need more tools built than just your minting service right and then you'd look at something like ada anvil uh that develops more than just a minting service right they have they have yeah. other tools you can use i imagine that if you said hey i need this built uh they would be able to help you with that i, d I don't know again right like yep. you would have to talk to cash about yeah that. but I, yeah they I don't know yeah, Anvil's definitely, like, pushed the envelope, though, like, for, like, the Goetia Mint, or Go Godia, whatever it's called. Yeah. Like, they were accepting, like, nine different, like, um, uh, what am I trying to say? I just lost the word. You know what I'm trying to say. Different like, tokens, um, yeah. Different tokens, like Cardano tokens, yeah. So, like, and I think, yeah. like, that's that's definitely pushing the envelope, yeah. So, I think that, I, I mean, to agree with Button, I think that in any industry, you'll find, like, providers for, like, a similar service, they kind of, like fall into like their own categories based on like the, the needs of the people that are approaching them. Right. Like some people are like buttons that are going to be a lot more hands on and that's going to cost more money. And that's just like the way it goes. Right. So I just think mm -hmm. that that's kind of how like the minting services will kind of find their own like little spots. It's like you said, like some are going to provide a more basic service and some are going to provide like some crazy cool shit and the cool shit costs more money. That's just how it is. Yeah, and it's all going to depend on what you need as a project too, right? Like yeah. Wild Tangs, I believe, has a minting service. You can use it for free if you own a Tangs. Yeah, if right? you own a Tangs, like, which is I, sick. I, yeah, like I own a Tangs if I wanted to drop a 500 project. Uh, you know, I could use Tangs minting service. I don't know how in-depth it is or whatever. I think you're limited by the number of Tangs you own based on it's like 500 each or something. But That's kind of a badass idea, though. Yeah, yeah. I... Tangs has been building stuff since they minted for like they built yeah. like a a cart sweeping app for JPEG store. There, yeah. there's a um like a mobile app that displays your NFTs. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it really it just comes down to what do I need as a project? How do I, you know, do what I'm doing and uh, what services get me there and make the most sense for me? Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. For sure, yeah. Awesome, awesome. So moving away a Tyler, little bit. Tyler. Huh? So, so I kind of like that topic. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you can go <laughs> yeah. with the next topic. <laughs> he just deleted that. We have a doc on like a different Why? stream. And, and like, we'll, to, to, we'll, no, I didn't delete it. I moved it to the bottom. I like to, like, we'll move the, the topics around like while we're talking. <laughs> yeah. Button, button. Who in the community has like shaped you and the um, most when it comes to Cardano NFTs? Who? That is a really good question. Um, I would say it comes down to two people in the or well two groups. I guess one is one person and one is a group of people. Yeah. Uh, the first one I would say her name is Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday okay. is the community manager for Mastodon Buttons. Uh, 
which is a super OG Cardano project and one of the communities that I spent a lot of time in uh, prior okay. to becoming a rabbit. And so watching her manage that community and kind of do things the way that they do it uh, was really big for me, uh, you know, kind of moving into this role. And I would say the other group is the 2500 Club. Uh, if you don't know, it's a group of Cardano's most elite uh where why am i not in it <laughs> uh yeah it's a it's a small group of cardano's most elite run by buffy bot and uh you know it's got people like four five jeff cash um Who? fauci four five jeff Who? are you are you just trying to ego jeff right Who? now are you just trying no to mitch mitch, mitch, so... mitch does that when someone says something it's very obvious and he'll go who who <laughs> Who are these people? Yeah. Bowie? Um, yeah. Bash? Fauci, Flat Dark oh. Earther. Uh, I spent a oh. lot of time in there uh, yeah. prior to Rabbit's Mint. Uh, so mean. I'm sorry. So, it's fun. I, <laughs> I love those guys. And uh, so. Neat. Too, man. Yeah. It's been, it was cool uh, learning Cardano NFTs with them and, and growing. And it's been really cool to see yeah. uh, where everyone ended up, right? Like you have. Uh, like blue collar crypto is now working for Virtua. Four five Jeff has his own project, um, right? Like all these people uh, that are right. Like Cash now runs one of the biggest minting services in Ada Anvil, and you yeah. know not all of these people are super active or as active in the twenty five hundred club. But uh, you know Cardano's best and brightest. And uh, listen, if you're buying in the twenty five hundred club because of that, you don't. It, mostly it's us just in a group chat losing money uh the majority of the time i'd say that's what we do yeah so yeah. uh but yeah i would say the 2500 club and wednesday from mass on buttons had pretty big effects completely get that do you remember the cardano meme war of 2021 the cardano meme war of 2021 i do believe i remember if i'm thinking of the same incident i'm pretty yeah, sure it was 2022 wait. the beginning of 2022 what fucking years it man shit it's 2022 shit. right now no yeah way, i haven't been outside dude. in three days i don't know yeah but it, going going back then it, back then it was the goats versus the kongs and then back then I kind of joined in it, mm -hmm. but but I went more on the DGEN, like the DCC side, be, yep. um, because that was the project I was getting involved in. So so uh, so doing memes over there, I kind of like fell in love with the whole Cardano community mm -hmm. as a whole. And I also learned there's so much area to grow the community mm -hmm. over there. So uh, with the people like, like fucking Oxy, a connoisseur, a salad, mm -hmm. these, these people that like built their, their type of identity over on DCC and then kind of branched out to doing um, more things. Mm -hmm. They, they kind of taught me more so about the community than mm -hmm. like anybody else before that. Now, these days, it's like, to be honest, I am not nearly as devoted into Cardano NFTs as I was back then, which is kind of natural and all, mm -hmm. because shit's so bad 
currently it's very easy to like not dive too deep and like focus on fud 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 but but these days it's more so like project owners that like find a way to to kind of bring life to their projects even now so so people like surge from ugly bros people like peppers from cypher cakes or guy people like jub from happy hoppers people like max from universe 25 like seeing how they they keep on bringing more and more to their their nft project and to their community has kind of like shaped the way i kind of view things now so, so like even now on twitch i am always thinking about like where do i go from here <laughs> so like yesterday i invited my dad to the twitch like the twitch chat and my viewers and my dad were just bouncing back and forth and like some of the things that they were saying was he defending was like, you for scamming somebody out of the radar no <laughs> no maybe kind of um. more so like taking their 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 type of subs and donations mm-hmm be um, because for some reason I'm worthy of subs and donations, even though I'm not. But 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 kind of like bringing something new to the community that you, you don't see see other projects doing, like like even and now and goats because things suck. They're doing like game nights and shit. So it's like how can we best like push. Push the communities, even during these times of fucking garbage and shit. Yeah, so I think the biggest thing is consistency, right? It's showing up every day, even though it's hard, even though yeah. things kind of suck, even though eight is 30 cents, even though my bags are worth a third of what they were a year ago, even though all of this stuff is going on, you got to keep showing up and you got to keep grinding, yeah. right? And, yeah, and the reality of it is, is that we're in a bear market, right? It's not fun. It's not enjoyable. No one likes it. It sucks. But one day, I believe, we will not be in a bear market. And that is when all of what we do now uh, is kind of for, right? And so it's hard, right? Like I've seen across the board, right? Twitter engagement's down for every project. Uh, You know, like overall engagement's down across the entire space, Um, right? Like discords are empty more and more. Right. Um, And this is the case Mm -hmm. for not just rabbits or not just like one or two projects, not just small projects. It's everyone. Right. The bigger ones get hit less. Right. Because they had more people to lose. Right. You imagine that like if you're a solid quality project, the people that are in your project are more likely to stay during the bear market Mm -hmm. uh, than those that are not. But nobody's immune. Right, I, I've seen it yep. in clays. I've seen it in kongs. I've seen it in buds. Like engagements just down. Why? Because yep. 
it's a bear market and everyone's gone. So I think the biggest thing is consistency, new innovative ideas, uh, right? Having things to do, right? Like Rabbits hosts five games a week. And up until this week, we were hosting two utility events this a week, right? That was seven days where you could come and participate in a rabbit activity. You could hang out. You could vibe. You could have fun. You could do stuff. You yeah. could win prizes, right? And, mm. and so having something to do, I think, is really important. Uh, building a culture, right, uh, around your community is really important. Like now, uh, we have a lot of people who anytime they eat food, they post it. Why? Because that's what we've been doing for a month and a half is we've Back. been posting stuff in munchies. That is very, very, very funny. But back in a college, me, me and my fraternity, we we did something like that, but not not with food. But instead, every time we'd go take a shit, we'd take a picture of it and then post it in the group chat. Oh man! So, so yeah, kind of don't po- don't post that. that in munchies. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, it's been fun. We, uh, like, I've been, like, we're trying to figure out how to make ourselves better, right? Cooking more, one of them. Working out more is one of them. I started, like, a rabbit fitness kick because I posted a picture yep. at the gym and everybody was like, all right, we're getting swole with butt and that's what we're doing now. Everybody get out your gym tees. Dude. See, which is so, so good and because so, so many people are dealing with the, the anxieties of like the uh, market being down so they need a way to get out of that so maybe if people might be eating too much so uh, rather than uh, doing that you, you are like no we are going to get fucking so wool get fucking ripped with a button himself yeah yeah i i will say uh i've worked in the mental health field right i said i've worked with children for five years Two of those years, or I guess like a year and a half of those years, uh, was working directly uh, in the mental health field. I was, it's called the therapeutic mentor. I worked one-on-one with kids on the goals set by their therapist. And yeah, it's a thing here. Uh, It's a pain in the ass, right? But realistically speaking, the majority of us are anonymous and we interact on a computer. Some people all day, right? Like that's all they do. And, And for some people, this is the only form of community they get. Right. Like there is no, oh, well, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'm going to go see my parents. I'm going to go see my family. Like some people don't have that. Right. And so so this is where they go. And if your community is all online, it's very, very easy to fall into this. Well, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to get on my computer and sit at my desk all day and then I'm going to go to bed. Right. Like it's important to touch grass. It's important to take care of your mental health. And it's it's important to touch grass, grass, not ass. Um, <laughs> bro, um, bro, bro, I haven't so either in a long time. <laughs> yeah. No, this, this no this when you were saying that, I said it sounds do... like Mitch's, Mitch's day today. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is messing. why I do Pokemon Go, because it gets me out of the house. It gets me moving. gets me doing shit. So, so you, you bitches judge me. But Sometimes when you touch grass, it's not good. I tried to post like a picture in a discord yesterday that i was touching grass like i was on a walk and i literally for like out of the in the corner of the picture you could see the like the street signs like down the street from my house so our friend b dizzle had to hit me up and be like dude you put that where you live in that picture and i had to go delete and i was like oops my fault so sometimes when you touch grass yeah dude i was like fuck 
Big T, um, so I know you did, didn't give an answer, but can we move on? Yeah, absolutely. Let's let's keep it moving. Sounds good. We are in deep, and we haven't even talked about anything else. <laughs> yeah, we're moving away uh, from CNFTs. Let's talk about the real world. Th- those are boring. T, take it away, man. This is a question that I've been excited for all day. So, okay. button, this is this one's You're gonna have to hit us off off the beat. Well, you got to think about it, maybe. But I'll let you go. Okay. If you had to pick one person to be the ambassador of the human race to meet aliens, who would you pick? The, Any person. The whole world. Not just oh. CNFT. You had to pick one person. I'm picking Ooh. George Clooney because he's a handsome motherfucker and he's cool as shit. But, so oh, I'm picking man. George Clooney. Oh, this is a tough one. I'm going to have yeah, to think any about person. this for a minute. So yeah, it, it's, be hard because the, it's hard because I think the easiest metric would be like, okay, who's the most popular person? But that's Kim Kardashian. And so then you have yeah. to like figure out Blade dice sector yeah. fat ass. Oh my Jesus. <laughs> then you gotta figure out how to explain it's so big. Beeble bop, beeble bop. Then you gotta it's so fat. Beeble bop. Yeah. Button's trying Button's trying to really have a good point here and you're over here talking like that. Well, okay, like you try explaining to me why Kim Kardashian is the most famous person in the world, right? Like then you gotta go back, you gotta I be think like we all know. <laughs> well, so Really, the story is, like, there's O.J., right, who was this famous football player. Do you guys know about O.J. Simpson? Was he before your yeah. time? Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not 12. I know about O.J. Yeah, so... I mean, I am 12. So, O.J.'s <laughs> lawyer, O.J.'s lawyer is, like, Kim Kardashian's dad, and then yeah. she got famous because she made a tape with a rapper, right? Like... yeah. That's why she's the most famous person in the world. And then to explain all that to aliens, you have to explain football, right? It's like, okay, so oh, who's this OJ deep. guy? Yeah, it, it's a real problem. So I'm, but see, that's why. Okay, I kind actually, of I have my answer. George George Clooney, he's cool and he's handsome. I mean, that's all Andrew, Andrew Schultz is my answer. Uh, he is a stand-up comedian. If you don't know, uh, he's hilarious. I was literally, I, I was literally go- pulling up a new tab to Google because I was like, who is this? Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian. He's extremely funny. If you're easily offended, I would maybe go watch Jim Gaffigan or something. Um, <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think Andrew Schultz is real enough uh, that he... He's keeping it real. He would be able to to maintain that. Um, yeah, he's keeping it real. Because, like, what if the aliens want to come, like, you've seen War of the Worlds, or they come try to get the water out the oceans, and they start killing everybody, you know? He's like, hey, yeah. man, that's our ocean. Like, we'll fuck you up, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, man, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's a but Maybe Tom Brady. I don't know what witchcraft he's doing, but you win seven Super Bowls. I think you just got a bottle of alcohol, make it to nine. So I'm really confused. <laughs> Did you just get a bottle of alcohol, Mitch? Dude, to Maybe. But my whole idea of it is what human would be able to talk to these aliens. And to me, that would be Mr. Muskrat himself. Elon Musk? Yeah. Yeah, that one makes a lot of sense, I think. Elon Um, would just go up there and talk about how cool he is. (laughs) Like, he wouldn't even do anything. Dude, you... You don't think Tom Brady or George Clooney would? Are you fucking stupid? I said Tom Brady. Yeah, so so, so, so I'm saying George Clooney would go up that there and talk about how cool he was. Tom Brady would for sure say, 
Oh, have you Tom Brady literally lost his wife so he could play football. Rings? So I mean, that's pretty. That's pretty wild. Tom Brady. Listen, uh, I am a Tom Brady fan. I am from New England. Oh yeah, I you're live, in Connecticut. Yeah, I live in Connecticut. I'm a New England fan. Uh, he doesn't even play there anymore. I'll yeah, have you he know. He gave up on y'all. I'll have you know, up, but he gave up on you. But and this the, is a very like side side topic. I really just yep. wanted to quickly mention. I've been to Connecticut like. Like at the very end of October, my okay. wife and I were going to drive up. We're going. You drinking sake? Is that what you're drinking? I don't know. what you're drinking. Anyway, how you? Anyways, we were driving up. We we're going to drive up to Maine from North Carolina. Bad idea okay. to do in one day. That was yeah. a rough drive, fourteen hours. Yep. So we we got we got like all the way to Connecticut. My wife was really sick, so we ended up just turning back around and coming back, which was also not <laughs> fun at all. But so North Carolina to Connecticut. I will tell you, I don't know what road I was driving on, but as soon as I passed through. New York into Connecticut. I go over the bridge, you know, finish out New York, go yep. into Connecticut. That was the worst road I've ever been on in my life. I don't know what yeah. highway I was on, was but it? it was dark. There was potholes everywhere. I couldn't see anything. There was like no lights. I was in the woods. I was like, where am I? I'm on a two lane highway in the woods. Get ready, because I'm about to I'm about to rant for a second. Connecticut's roads are fucking terrible. They are so <laughs> damn bad. I don't know how you can charge me so much fucking money in taxes <laughs> for me to drive on a road that is going to fuck up my wheel bearing every time I go on it because it's littered with potholes. It is so bad that there was a pothole. They fixed it, right? It took them two years, right? Two years I'm living. I moved out of this town. I moved back to this town, and the pothole was still there. They fixed the pothole. And within a month and a half, it was back. <laughs> they made these roads out of, like, fucking graham crackers and super glue. I don't know what is going on, but they don't Dude. know what they're doing. Dude, it was – it was we had been driving all, like, for, like, 12 hours. I was so tired. My wife was sick, like, so she's, like, trying to sleep. And I'm literally just driving in the pitch black, just, like, hitting holes, like, bouncing out of my seat. I drive, like, a little, like, like a little Subaru, like a little four-door Subaru. So I was, like, fucking bouncing around everywhere. I was it's, like, dude. It's and then terrible. We, we ended up just stopping in, in the middle of BFE, Connecticut, at Dunkin' Donuts. To, to we have a lot of those. Turn we got a lot of Dunkin's. turn around. Yeah, we have a lot of Krispy Kremes. I feel like y'all like really just like go crazy on the Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, so Dunkin' originated in in my city, but like half, right? Half of the city I live in. Uh, I am, uh, let me put it this way. I am a five-minute drive from at least eight different Dunkins. <laughs> Yum. Dunkin' when Donuts, I, like, the coffee's not bad. The, the donuts are actually kind of mid. I'm not going to lie, but... You know, the donuts are mid. The coffee is meh. Uh, the super, coffee's good. It, the coffee's okay. good for $2, you, and you shit your pants really bad, but <laughs> that, yeah, like, that's the yeah. two negatives. Yeah, I mean, that's just coffee, right? Yeah, Listen, yeah, I mean, I'm going to show someone right now. Uh, sorry for it, but there's this guy, Brewer's Choice. I don't know if you know him. I don't know if you've met him. He brews coffee. Oh, my God, he has changed my fucking mornings. Is it that good? It's pretty good. Uh, okay, mind you, my perspective is a little different. I did not drink coffee for a long time. right? I started drinking coffee like five months ago, six months ago. Um, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I didn't drink coffee for a long time. Then I got really into cold brew. Um, and then I was into cold brew and I was buying coffee. Then I started making my own coffee. 
right? Like I would buy beans and I'd I'd make my own cold brew. Grind them, yeah. Then Damn. then I fancy guy. It, it's not. It's it sounds fancy. It's not. You just put a butter. Yeah. The difference is like with cold brew, you put it in a jar and then it sits for overnight versus hot coffee because it's hot. It takes a lot of the flavor instantly out of the coffee, so you you can brew it really quickly. That's the difference. But when you brew it hot, it's really bitter because it pulls out all of the flavor, including the bitter stuff. When you do it cold, it doesn't pull out as much bitter stuff. Just good coffee stuff, okay. which is why cold brew tastes so good. I love the scientificness behind this. Yeah. Just the good stuff, He's and so then there's bitter stuff, deep. and there's good stuff. Yeah. He's so uh, hashtag deep, though. Yeah, and so anyways, <laughs> Brewer makes freshly roasted coffee, and like I'll drink it warm, I'll cold brew it, it doesn't matter, it's amazing. And so uh, be before we get too fucking off topics, should we we change topics? Yeah, maybe, probably. Yeah, I think we all gave our our opinion on the ambassador of the the United States or the world. Okay, uh, what was the biggest thing uh, you did when you uh, were a kid where you said to yourself, "Oh shit, I fucked up." Ooh. Okay. Give me like an age range because there are a couple. I would say any. I would say kids like anything like under twelve. I feel like when you start middle school, you're not a kid. Like, are you not like a little? You're not like a little kid. Mm, That's a good one. Uh, You're still a kid. Like you're a kid when you're sixteen. But oh, I know. I know exactly what it is. So go on, man. uh, We had the the house that I lived at when I was a child. There was this fire pit, uh, right? Big stone fire pit, and. My dad had some spray paint around somewhere, and I was like, ooh, what's this? And I fa- I sprayed it in the grass, and I'm like, ooh, it's spray paint. Okay, what am I going to spray paint then? <laughs> I was like, well, this thing looks cool. What happens if I spray paint it? And so I spray paint the stone thing into just like a dot, and I'm like, ooh, that's uh, kind of sick. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. So I go to the back part, and I spray paint high right on top of it. Just high. Oh, my dad was pissed. What was it? It was like a stone fire pit grill thing. It was like, I'd I'd have to, it was like, imagine like a five foot giant stone like rectangle, but at the top, there's a little chimney and it's clear. And then at the front of it is like basically like a big box made out of stone the, but the top and the front are gone, so you can put fire under it, and then there's like a grill on Damn. top. Damn, man. Yeah, I spray Oh, so it wasn't it. just your average run of the mill, like hole in the ground where you got to burn some stuff. No. Cold, no, this is like. Cold the, fucking blooded. Yeah, I I felt pretty bad about that one. My, my big issue is like most of the dumb shit I do, I feel bad about like six years a little, a little later. Yeah, <laughs> most of the dumb shit that I did as a kid was like as a teenager, and it was like I, I'd play Xbox and I, I'd lie to a stranger and tell them that I could give them a 10th prestige lobby. I don't know, you probably don't know what that is, but. No, um, oh yeah, dude. I remember both, playing like MW two and everybody. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. So I would, so I would tell kids, hey, I can give you a tenth prestige lobby, uh, but you have to come into cage match with me and let me get a hundred headshots, right? And so you so, can level up. Yeah, so I could get the camos on my gun, and so I'd come in. We'd play five cage matches where they put down attack insert. I I get the Call of Duty kill. They put down Who's attack insert. 
Yeah, exactly. Boosted. But yeah. very one-sided. Yeah, very one-sided, right? It's it's not like a you go, I go, you go, I go. At the end, we both have 20 kills. It's like I'm going to I'm gonna get 20 headshots, and then I'm going to get 20 headshots, and then I'm going to get 20 headshots, and then I'm going to give you a 10th <laughs> prestige lobby. Except when it came time to give them the 10th prestige lobby, I just blocked communications. <laughs> yeah that's actually super funny button you are such a fucking asshole i i feel pretty bad about that What's one your problem? i feel bad Dude, that about is that so one. funny though because people like like og like xbox 360 like call of duty lobbies were so funny like everybody you'd kill someone and they'd start screaming in game how they were gonna like ddos you and like hack your game that's still that's today kinds. that's just call of duty yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I played now. Call of Duty. The, I played Call of Duty for like the last the decade. People. Yeah, yeah. The worst people play Call of Duty, and you always get the craziest people if you play at like a weird time of the day. So if you're like off work, you're like, man, I'm gonna play at 2 p.m. on this Wednesday. You know, no <laughs> one's playing right now. Those people that play at 2 p.m. on Wednesday have nothing to lose, dude. They're gonna start yeah. talking crazy to you. That, uh, yeah. that or you, you, you play at like 2 a.m. That's when you, you get the fucking... Everyone's sweating. Oh, yeah. It, so I've been playing. I've been playing with my IRL friends, and I've been playing with Rabbit since the new one came out. We were like, all right, we got to do it. This one looks fun. And, and it does it. It's nostalgic. It feels kind of like 2008 all over again, which is funny. Oh, does it? You, oh, the new bit. COD? Yeah, it, it's really fun. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I've I feel been the same way. I've been having a good time. I've, I've been, been enjoying a it a lot. But the new Warzone's fun. New Warzone's like, fun. DM, DMZ's pretty fun. Our favorite yeah. thing to do is talk trash and search and destroy. Like, we made these people quit the other day. They were up 4-1, and we were just joking around, whatever, right? And then we come back on them, right? They were talking shit the mm. whole time, right? We come back on them, and then when it, in the round to go up 5-4, to four, right, the final kill cam was a riot shield. And this guy goes... Oh man, you're so bad using that stupid riot shield. And I go, you just died to a guy with no gun in a game about shooting. You're losing to old men. You should feel bad. And they left the game. Uh, right? I love it. Like it, it's. I love it. Fucking deserve that. Shit, I yeah. yeah. I have so much fun talking trash in Call of Duty because it's like I'm never it's gonna see him. It doesn't actually mean anything. But like yeah, yeah. Search and destroy rounds. Telling people that they're bad at the game, they should uninstall. They need to, re- <laughs> they need to refund their game. It's pretty fun. So, Tyler, what, what, what was your biggest? Oh, should I fucked up? Moment. Uh, when I was four years old, I egged my own house with my brother. <laughs> you yeah. told us this. That one was a pretty bad one. I got in a lot of trouble for that one. But to be oh. fair, it was my brother's idea. Okay, so I blame. I actually have a way bigger fuck up than that. Now that I, I've actually got to think about it. Let's hear it. it. I want to hear yours. Okay. Go so on. I have this best friend named Jake. We're still best friends. We've been best friends since we were three. He used to bite me on the arm and then he would bite himself on the arm and then start crying and then like run and get his mom and tell his mom that I bit him. So he bit me back and he'd never get in trouble. Uh, <laughs> Is Jake anyway, a psychopath? Uh, maybe. Now he's a software engineer. Uh, but... Yeah, we're. Seems he's do, do, doing fine. Yeah, no, I I absolutely love him to death. He's my best friend. Like I, I we live in the same town. I'll probably see him later this week. We were on the phone literally the minute before I got on the podcast. Um, yeah. But we were kids, and Jake's dad is was a screamer. Like he would yell. He he made me pee my pants one time because Jake's mom was like babysitting me, and she got rear ended. 
and I told the police officer what happened, and he was very upset about that, so he screamed at me so loud that I pissed myself. People up north are also just very loud in general. Yeah, yeah. I'm, very mean also. I, I don't know. I don't I'm pretty mean. nice. I think it's just very loud. <laughs> I'm just I'm pretty joking. nice. Uh, but anyways, uh, me and Jake thought it was... I haven't seen you mad, though. You have not seen... It's really hard to get me mad. Really hard. Same. It takes a lot. Same. Um, but when it happens, it happens. Um, but anyways, me and Jake are hanging out, and we go, you know, it's a great idea. We should make fire. How do you make fire? With sticks? Duh. Right? Like, you rub two sticks together, you get fire. So we start rubbing these sticks, and we're like, this is not working. We have been rubbing right. these sticks all damn day. Well, you know what would help with sticks? Gasoline. Gasoline oh, yeah. will help these nice. sticks make fire. So... We take a broken bucket, like for making, like playing in the sand. We go to the garage. We fill this broken bucket up with gasoline, and then we like carry it out front. And they find out, like our parents find out, because we spilled gasoline from the basically the front door of the garage to like halfway to where we were rubbing these sticks together because it was just spilling out of the broken oh. bucket house burnt down yeah and it didn't but it could have thank god that was the yeah. that was one of the biggest yellings that i've ever received was jake's dad yelling at us for like spilling gas everywhere that was the biggest fuck yeah. up. y'all this is so so hard for me yeah what's yours and i don't don't give why usually i've got some like type of out outrageous like aha this is what i did and 50 people died haha and then tyler's like oh well, we are putting that in a tiktok but but for this one i don't actually have he never was did, never a perfect angel, actually, as a kid. No, I've never felt bad for anything I've done. Dude, when I was a kid, when I was like eleven, my my baby sister was like two or three, and we were we like lived out in the country, kind of. We had like three acres, and I was like supposed to be watching my little sister while my parents were doing something inside. I was like outside, and we were like walking around, and I wasn't paying attention, and she didn't have any like she had flip flops on, I think, like like yeah, like not closed shoes. And she stepped in an anthill, but like we live in the middle of nowhere, so anthills get really big. And I promise you, she was like shin deep in this thing. And I just turned around because she just like started screaming. And I was like, what the hell? So I turned around and I her whole legs are just covered in ants. So what do I do as a good brother? I pick her up. I tuck her under my arm like I'm running for the end zone. And the whole time I'm running back to the house, I'm just like smacking her legs to kill, like to smack the ants off, which are make, which are making her scream even worse. So then what? I ran inside and just turned on the sink, like the kitchen sink, and just stuck her in the sink because I didn't know what else <laughs> to do and was just washing her legs off to get the ants off. So I, got in, I think I got in trouble for that one pretty well because I was supposed to be watching her and I let her get demolished by some fire ants, which is not fun. Fire ants are no so joke. The fire ants are no so, joke. I thought I was going to pass out one time. I like got bit on my foot by like so many fire ants. I thought I was going to die. I think I remembered one. one Let's time. hear it. This, this was back when my grandmother was like babysitting me. And she was like taking me somewhere. And be, because I've always been a singer and shit, like I've always like, 
like maybe I'll hear a bell ring and go ah, like I'll like match the the uh, the tone of the bell so mm-hmm. so I hear a noise while my grandmother is driving and it's like very high so so, so uh, what do I do I fucking sing that note as loud as I can and like she's like driving like what the fuck just happened and I'm like oh singing what's your fucking problem granny but <laughs> chill out granny chill out granny bless her soul but I can't believe like but, you, you you had such good stories about like your parents coming to your school because you tried to rob your class and like that was your like oh I fucked up moment <laughs> this man tried See, to discipline tries to rob his low class Dude, that's a funny clip. That's a funny clip. I'll send it to you after this. Low key, I might be a psychopath because usually I don't feel bad for shit. Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's. We'll move along, but let's get that in check. (laughs) We can can talk about that after the pod because maybe that's not good. (laughs) Sounds good. So uh, the next top is. So the next. So the next topic is if you could. Track your life stats. What is one stat you would be ashamed to see? Oh man, one stat I'd be ashamed to see. I think. Like if you could track everything you've ever done in life in like a stat, like a stat, you know, you could see it on like a chart, like how much uh, you know everything you've ever done. What is one you'd be like? I think that's fucked up. Okay, I think the worst one would probably be like time wasted doing nothing. Like. I would hate to see how much time I've spent, like, staring at my phone or, like, just sitting at my desk, like, in between things, trying to find the motivation to do whatever's next. Uh, yeah. yeah. I imagine I wouldn't be too happy with the number of thirst traps on the internet liked. Um, <laughs> I would say there's a... Them good, thirst traps do get you. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say they're calories consumed, or average daily calories consumed. Uh, uh, that one might even out uh, eventually. Probably not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. I, yeah. I kind of, I tend to agree with you, but I think mine would be like time spent just like on a screen in general whether it be like watching tv oh, like yeah. on my on my computer playing xbox like on my phone i'd probably like venture to guess that like 80 percent of all of my free time is in front of a screen like throughout the duration of my life which is probably not good yeah. and like in the long run my yeah. like every time i go to my like yearly optometrist like my eyesight is always get, it's like always worse they always have to bump up my like yeah. prescription for my eyes and they're like do you spend a lot of time looking at screens yes yes i do thank no, you like like no. 15 hours a day actually oh. thanks yeah thank you i think uh years that i faded one piece i'd be really embarrassed about that one bro <laughs> oh my god i fucking love one Piece. mitch so is getting much, back man. into anime here he goes Dude, oh, oh shit one piece is my favorite show ever button you you and i need to have a two-hour fucking conversation yeah yeah so i'm not i'm not talking about it elsewhere i have been listen i've been powering through it i'm almost through whole cake island so you are very very far because with me so so i first got got super into it back in 2015 which was uh let's let's cut cut it off there 
let's continue the podcast, <laughs> and then me, me and Butt Button can talk about anime in a bit. Yeah. My my thing I'm kind of ashamed on is like the the amount of time I spent like simping, being a fucking simp boy, which. Which you, you like me, me and now, and you you are like this guy's a fucking sigma male. Like, how is he this cool? Oh my but, god! But <laughs> that's that is because I have. He's w- very humble, everyone. That is be- be- because I have wasted like four years like simping for people that were 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 either too high above me and thought too much about themselves. Or people too low for me, where where I feel like I wasted that time. Big T, why are you laughing, man? You because you said you spent time wasting on people that were too low for you, dude. Like they're just not cool enough. He just egoed every girl that he's dating. He like, egoed. He said yeah, people thought too highly of themselves, or there's people also that are just below me. Yeah. So there, no matter where no. you land, you're not good. Big, big T. So, so, be, be, so, so, be, be, before you began dating your wife, look back oh at your God. past, past, past exes. These, these people weren't perfect for you, man. Right? So, sure. so, so. So maybe I said it wrong. Or right? I, th- I don't like, think I think you just have like some. I think you just have like some emotional trauma from like females in your life, dude. Honestly, same. That's 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 why. But when Button said, "Who's your Cardano co rush?" I fucking said Jub because women are overrated. Sh- shout out Jub. That's a that's an interesting opinion. I like a lot of the women in the CNF these days. Me, no, and okay, don't don't fucking pull that. Yeah, let's listen. So 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 do do you crush on all of them? Um, see, I have. This is what what I mean. I have certainly had my Cardano crushes at any given time. Me, Um, and it's me. It's not. I love you, but <laughs> never once have I. For me personally, uh, have you seen my man bun? I, I see the man bun. It, it's a it's a wonderful man bun. But here's the here's the thing, but, right? Button's got a man, man. bun on it, this side of his head. It, Button's got a man bun going this yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter uh, how good of a fish you are. Not everybody likes fish. Yeah. Right, uh, for me, yeah. I uh, yeah, it, you know, if you like fish, great. I don't like fish. I'm I'm more of a chicken kind of guy. Rather, rather than like searching for people, my goal is to find my B- my Cardano BFF, and if she is a girl, then maybe we'll fall in love. But like this, this whole like. Simping a culture where you like search for somebody, I fucking give the fuck up on, Bam, well, no. because you you end up just digging yourself into a hole. Well, I think Go that on, Big T. I think that I think that everybody searches for somebody in some capacity, right? Because nobody wants to be like lonely. So whether you like 
like you you stream every night because like your friends always are on there like shooting the shit with you on the game and like interacting with you or like you're in the cnft community because all your homies are over there like everybody like does something in their day-to-day life to like push them forwards to other people because like nobody wants to be by themselves because that's boring so i think that maybe maybe that's what i was saying maybe maybe you don't want to simp for like a relationship but as far as people are concerned you know i feel like everybody wants to be around people in some like some aspect whether you're introverted or not introverted people like like button was saying earlier like sometimes like that the people that are on their computer all day like in the cnft community like that's like that's their shit you know what i mean like they don't want to go touch grass and talk to anyone outside of it but like for them like that's their friends so Mm -hmm. that's like kind of my take on it yeah you know you know, but yeah, if 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 you walked around with like all of your life stats, just I I picture it like um, what is that crazy show where it was like weird and fuck I can't it was on Netflix and it was like crazy shit all the time. Why can't I think of the name of the show? Oh, it was that? like really it was really popular in like twenty nineteen. Stranger Things. No, it was like weird. Like re- the episodes didn't like correlate at all, and it was like really Black weird Mirror. like scenarios that. Black Mirror, yes. My man Bud knows, and there's like the episode where people had like the points above their head and shit. Yes, I feel like that's what it would be. Yes, I feel the like that's what it would be. Like, yeah, your merits. I feel like that's how your life stats would display. Like, you'd walk oh, around and you could just like scroll through them, and they'd be like above your head. And, like, it would just like kind of pan like from one to the next. Yeah, I feel like that would be kind of like interesting because I feel like you would change. Like, you would change people's behavior unwillingly because people would be embarrassed, right? So, like, all of their bad tendencies, they would, like, try... I feel like they would try to, like, hide them so their their stat wouldn't be shown, which would be, like... Yeah, probably. It's, like, every time you uh, tell some little kid that you're going to give him a 10th prestige lobby and you just take 100 headshots from him, uh, minus 5 points. Yeah, yeah. Then then you might be in the negatives. But... But then you'd also go up a bunch because you manipulated somebody, I, I which, think it'd make which you is go, another tactic. I think it'd make you go way down. Yeah, right? I think like I imagine in a yeah. social credit system like we're talking about, the idea of manipulation would not be looked upon well and would probably make your score go down. But what? Is, the, but the, but the, the, the thing uh, is, government would be so fucking. And but there's levels to it, right? Because if there's if like the the whole idea of having like a social credit system is like low key manipulative, right? Because you manipulate people's actions into performing better on certain things because you were like you you were basically playing off of like human nature, which is manipulative, right? So I feel like there's like levels to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Hey, man. I'm just a free thinker, you know, big T. They call me big T because I'm a big thinker. That's what the T stands for. <laughs> what does, <laughs> never mind, I know That's what the T the stands for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stands big for. thinker. Big thinker. <laughs> I'm right. like not even going to say anything after that. But that's the I'll, I'll keep, us, I'll keep this, us moving along. This, this next topic was sent by Kanye West himself. <laughs> and the topic is... You made it if worse. If you could wipe one group of people off the earth, who would it be? <laughs> T, T, uh, please elaborate on the... I question. think it, it's not because like that we're not talking so about bad. we're not talking about like ethnic groups or races or anything. It's like people who have like a specific like 
hobby or like like a specific attribute that's really annoying like i would i would knock off the people that drive around in big like big really like huge trucks for no reason like they just think it's cool that's the people i'm wiping out like because like that shit is so annoying like why are you driving in like a like a f-350 and it's like lifted off the ground and you're going to like what are you you're going to like work at your office job in a tr- ginormous truck like i hate that shit going a uh, going off of that a another group of people i hate are the people <laughs> i didn't say i hate driving. them i just said if we were forced to knock a group off that's who i'm knocking off oh he's back tracking after he made this fucking kanye west ass question but <laughs> the 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 uh, people that that is uh, <laughs> That like drive like motorbikes be uh, between the lanes. The oh, fact that you just that, called it a motorbike instead of a motorcycle motor really bicycle. throws me. Really motor throws bicycle. me. Better. Motor bicycle. Have you, have you heard the better? word motorcycle? <laughs> motor bicycle. Or people would just call them bikes. Like you could have said anything but a motorbike. Now I'm pi- um, now I'm picturing some like scrawny kid. Just on the highway on his mountain bike, just pedaling away, trying to keep up with traffic. <laughs> That'd be so fucked up. No, I will say that is really annoying though, because it scares the shit out of me when they come like right? zipping past me. So, so is it illegal to do that in North Carolina? Because it is to in lane, Texas to lane split. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, but if people do it, and I'm like, dude, I'm about to turn into a cop and shoot your bitch ass. That that shit pisses me off. But I don't mind people who lane filter. You motorcycle riders are safe as button. But but I didn't say it bothered me. It just scares me. I would never ride a bike. I always think riding a bike would be cool. Like riding a motorcycle would be cool, and then I'm like terrified that someone would just hit me. So. I want a motorcycle pretty bad. I've always said I would never end up getting one because I'm pretty clumsy and I would definitely die on it. Um, but hey, life's short, man. Yeah, I I think I was having a midlife crisis at 26 because I I got really into wanting a motorcycle. But my ultimate opinion on it is that um, it's dangerous for sure. But if you are a smart rider and you control the things that you can control um there's not as much risk as it seems right like if you and i did this because i was scared shitless and i was like i need to figure out if riding a bike's for me and i spent like months and i mean months so you did your own research like yeah. we do and we're in, engaging with projects oh 100 percent. do your own research watching yeah. motorcycle accidents Right, like I would watch like the first person point of views of like what they were doing and what happened. Like they got a GoPro on their helmet, exactly. Like they're flying off the bike. Okay, yeah. And what I found is that like ninety five percent of the time, uh, the reason for the accident was they were going too fast, they were doing something stupid, or they weren't prepared properly. Right, and it's like, oh, well, maybe if I just don't go forty miles over the speed limit. When something mm. that ha- when another driver swerves into my lane, I'll have time to react to it. Right? Yeah. Motorcycles go faster and they stop faster than cars. Right? You can also yeah. do things like lane filtering, right? Which will allow you to get out of situations right that, right? Like you can if you're about yeah. to get hit by a you're car more, you're more agile. Yeah, you're way more agile on a bike yeah. than in a car. Yeah, like you can just avoid an accident by driving into the other lane that you're not supposed to be driving into and then getting back in your lane. 
right? Like a lot of the time. Right. Right. And so yeah. again, if you're a potential motorcycle rider out here, uh, do not, um, do not, um, take this as financial advice, right? Like go take a motorcycle training lesson. Button doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Um, right. But it's like, Oh, well, maybe that accident wouldn't have been so bad if I didn't go 60 miles an hour down the road uh, when the speed limit is 25 and it's rush hour, right? Like, and obviously, you know, you can't control if a car is just not paying attention or pulls yeah. out in front of you. But it's like a lot of the accidents that I saw in my months of watching accident videos every day, uh, the majority of them were like, oh, yeah, this wasn't my fault, right? Like, they pulled out in front of me. But if I was doing yeah. something different that because I was doing something I wasn't supposed to, uh, I would have been able to react to that better and, and most likely avoid the accident altogether. Yeah, that makes sense. But it doesn't make sense. Be, um, because you can never know what the other person's going to be doing. Agreed, so, agreed. Uh, maybe, maybe they're talking on the phone. Maybe yep. they're fucking playing Pokemon Go, going fucking 90 miles yep. per hour. You, you would never know what they're going to do. So to to uh, not be driving a car and instead get get a bike where the, the, there's no seatbelt, there's no protection. But but I feel like you could make like you could, make you, less and less <laughs> sense. You yeah, kind of like roll that argument into anything. Like, why drive a why drive a car when I can drive an SUV? You know, more metal, it'll protect me better. Why drive an SUV? I could drive a tank. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I feel like you're yeah. always going to have a safer yeah. option. Dude, so, dude, bike is dude, very, dude, very so... clearly the most dangerous of, of any vehicle. I, there's no disagreements there. And yeah, you can't control what you do uh, on the road. Or let me rephrase, because you can't control what you do. You can't control what other people do on the road, right? If somebody's texting and hey. driving and swerving like an idiot. Right, they might hit you. If somebody isn't paying attention and yeah. doesn't see you and pulls out in front of you, you might hit them, or or there might be a crash. Right, uh, if somebody blows a red light, right, and you're going through it, you might get hit. It's very possible. But yeah. what I have found is that a lot of the times when those happen, the reason that the accident wasn't avoided ultimately, and 100% the accident was caused by the car driver. But that accident could have been avoided if the motorcycle driver was doing something different, right? Like, yeah, yeah. they yeah. can't st they can't help that the car pulled out in front of them and cut them off. But they can help yeah. that they were going 20 miles over the speed limit and didn't yeah. have time to stop for that car, right? They can't yeah. help that that car is swerving, but they can help that they didn't pay attention to, to it to see that that was happening and make sure that there was enough distance or speed up really fast and get in front of it, right? So I think, ultimately, I don't think it makes sense to, right? Like, if you don't want to go on a bike because you think it, you know, it's dangerous, it is dangerous, and you probably shouldn't go on a bike. Yeah. But I also don't think it's worth saying, well, you don't do something because other people could ruin it. Like, yeah, they could, but also, if you're conscious and smart about it, like, you're going to be okay, probably. We also live in Not America where advice. other people ruin. Where, where we also live in America where other people ruin everything all the time. That is yeah, just normal. I, so I found so. out. 
Uh, this is a funny story. So I've always been a very passive driver, right? Like I, there's no need for Same. me to get anywhere quicker. I'm not cutting anybody off in traffic or whatever. Right. And I'll then, just leave five minutes early. There's exact, no reason exactly. to stress. Right. It's like, oh, the, this is backed up. Well, I'll just sit on the highway for 15 minutes, right? Like I don't care all that much. It, it right. is what it is. Right. Um, but I had a friend dropping me off at the airport and she was driving. Yeah. And it is like the exit traffic is backed the hell up, right? I'm talking like a mile probably, right? Of just yeah. a line for this one exit. And I'm like, yo, you got to get in the line. She's like, no, not yet. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, I'll just cut somebody off. Like, I'm like, what? <laughs> you can't do that. She's like, it'll be fine. And she gets literally right up to the exit. And cut somebody off, and she's like, see, we just saved 15 minutes. And I think a lot of people in America have that mindset. <laughs> yeah. Being a Uber driver, that's, that in a way is, like, kind of pushed. Like, be, because you, you get paid by the mileage and not by the time, yep. time into the car. So, that 15 minutes, I could have made... Ten dollars, mm-hmm. but but instead I'm just waiting behind fifty cars for fifteen minutes. So it's a like kind of hard. But going think... back, going yeah. back to what Tyler was t- talking about, what where like like if 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 every bad driver was dr- driving a SUV. Then, then fuck it. I'd get a SUV. If if every bad driver was driving a fucking tank, going fucking not ninety miles per hour, then Dude, that'd be fuck incredible. It. If you could go fuck ninety it. in a tank, that'd be fuck wild. it. I'd buy a goddamn tank, man. Yeah, I listen. I'd fuck around in a tank. I'm down. But the, uh, the you're going to Dunkin', the, the, going to Dunkin' Donuts in a tank. Hey, yeah, every, the, every morning, bro. Every morning. The the <laughs> big big issue is that there's there's mostly bad people driving cars, and it's so it's so so to it to get something worse than a car to me makes no sense. To to my family doesn't and. It, Kind of going off what Button was saying like 15 minutes ago is <laughs> there was a time where, where to be honest, I kind of wanted a motor bicycle. A motor now bicycle. Bro, now you are I'm making all. I also wanted a whole group of people angry. <laughs> I also now, wanted a motor a motorized bicycle as well. That'd be awesome. Hey, but 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 you know what's more elite than a, a motor bicycle? The electric what? scooters that they have downtown in places, Bro. those things rip. Those things are fun, dude. It, dude, I fucking told you that that I got a motorized uh, skateboard, and that shit fucking went fast, like fucking thirty miles per yeah. hour. Go and be between. I think the scooter kids. would be better because you can you 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 hold on to something. Like I feel on the skateboard, like you're just kind of bobbing. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, if you are a penis. Then you can get a scooter, but but um, but I'm kind of a bad bitch. So, what All does right. that well, even that mean? <laughs> There's a lot of things when Stutter says something, you just move on to the next topic, like yeah. I'm about to do, because whatever you said makes no sense. <laughs> this is me trying to change the topics. So I just pivot. He didn't want so to talk I do about the motor bicycles anymore. Got it? Yeah, no more motor bicycles. Here we go. 
Mitch, Mitch, I'd rather you read this question because it'll, no, it, it, it'll be funny. It'll be funny coming your from question, you. Question though. Okay. Send it to All me. Right. I'll read it. All right, button. Here it is. Are you Are you prepared? Uh, yeah. Are you putting it in the chat? No, no. Oh, do. You, oh, yeah. I can put it in the chat. Yeah, I've, we've actually never had a guest read read a topic. This is actually this is a new oh, first, wait, first time baby. Oh. Here we go, button. Sending it in the chat now. It's pretty fucking greasy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, button. You're up next. <laughs> you're up next, button. Let's hear it. <laughs> button can't even read. He's laughing. You guys, I saved the best one for you. Okay, if your partner had to wear a mask every time he had sex for the rest of your life, what mask would you pick? This is there's easy. A, I'd pick the. I'd pick the. No, you get one mask. There's a multiple avenues you could go down, though, be it because you 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 could be like, wow, this hero is like such a badass, or you you could be like, maybe I'll get a mask of like some famous actor or something. But but to be honest, that doesn't sound nearly as awesome. No, I think it'd have to be like a normal mask that you would see. All the like time. Superheroes or yeah, or just like a normal mask, like the Wisconsin cheese head, you know, something like, like that you would put on your head. That's not a mask. No, that's, that's a hat. That was what I was gonna say. Mitch took my answer. I was gonna put the 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 good Charlotte Clay horse mask. You know, like they have the horse. Head. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> on the good GC one. Clays, you, that's you, what I'm picking. You just, you just want to fuck a horse then. No, I just I feel like it would. I think it would make things enjoyable because I would laugh the whole time because it looks silly. <laughs> Bro, uh, Mina, Mina, while your fucking wife is also uh, laughing. That's what I'm saying. I think it would be funny. So I'm picking. I'm picking the horse mask. I'm going. I'm going with a but, with a straight paper bag. <laughs> you're doing like that, like the 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 New Orleans Saints when they went 0 16 and everyone's wearing the bag with yeah. their eyes cut out. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's yeah, pretty bro. sick. Paper bag gang. <laughs> <laughs> paper bag, but that'd be cool because then you could draw on it. So you could draw like eyebrows on, it and you could just kind of like you know do I could it your go way. I could go wild with my imagination. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. Could do like one a, day like you a, got straight <laughs> eyebrows, next day now they're curly. Yeah, the creativity abounds in that situation. But and I really appreciate that answer. Great answer. Y'all are gonna be wearing a fucking bag and a horse mask. What? What are like, you guys? Felt like you, just, you really want to bang a girl wearing a scream mask? You really, kinda. you really excited here, to fuck Jason Voorhees? Here, come, here, come, here comes motor, here comes motorbike man with his great hands. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna pull up on his motorbike with his girlfriend wearing a Jason mask. No, no, that's weird. Mitch, that's what's your very, answer? Very so I'm thinking, so I'd kind of like it to, to be some, like, superpower female. BMB, because it's like, damn, damn, I fucking got Wonder Women to... But she just wears, like, a headband. Way. Yeah, that's not a mask, bro. It's got to cover dumb. the face. It doesn't have to cover the whole head, but it's got to cover the face. Oh, shit. Or what's the movie? What's I can't think of the name. Button. What's the famous movie that's like based up uh, where they like rob the banks and they're dressed as like the nuns with the face? Oh, the mask? I know, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that one would be yeah. sick. Like the just yeah. just like a nun mask. That'd be kind of cool. That would be. Um, that hold on, I I need to look it up. What the movie's called? All right, honorable mention: a Rey Mysterio mask. 
<laughs> Dude, that's so good. <laughs> Frank Mysterio is so good. My dude. childhood or hero. Like, or like, dude, hey, actually same. Him and Eddie Guerrero. Dude, I was a dumb kid who didn't realize that Ray and Eddie weren't actually having a dispute over Ray's son's paternity. Oh, same. So I was like pretty bad <laughs> at Eddie Guerrero when he died. Oh, it's called nice. The Town, but it's called The, the town, town, yes. That's what the movie Dude, it's fire. Something I don't get is that that's a, like, super popular now are these, like, masks where the mouth holes open and then the fucking eye holes are open. You're talking about a ski mask is, is what, you're de- why, what you're describing? Why is that a fucking thing, man? Ski well, mask the thing is, is there's people that... There's people that live in cold but regions it's so where it ugly. snows. Well, yeah. Do you want to be ugly or do you want to be frostbitten? Bro. <laughs> Ski yeah, masks I'm sure are wild. Cold where buttons at. There's a whole uh, girl on TikTok named the Ski Mask Girl that oh, I know only wears about. a ski girl ski mask with the pink the pink ski mask. I know what you're talking about. And she's cute. Uh huh. She's. You didn't know what you see. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mitch, are you gonna give us an answer on this one? I'm really, yeah. con- I'm really yeah, concerned kind of about you. He's that like you don't have a good math. answer prepared. He's, he would do one of the Lovelace Googling Club masks. <laughs> I feel like I feel no. like Mitch would just go with the My... standard, like really scary Halloween, the white one, where it's just white let's, plastic. Let's do a black dis- disposable fucking COVID mask. <laughs> COVID mask? That'd be Joking. a good one. Joking. See, my, my thing is, is why would I not want to see this person's face? Well, you it's would. A, it's, right? a, it's a you question. It's, it's just, we're bullshitting. What, what do you mean? Or, yeah, hey, another you, honorable obviously mention. Obviously, you, know, you like want the, to. You know the, unless they had a lazy eye. Another honorable mention. You know the you know the bait putties that zip all the way up to the, the head? It just zips up through, like, the, the hood? Then, <laughs> then, <laughs> the bait putties? That'd be cool. Then... Then I can't even see her boobs, though. This got a you little find out. You figure out a way. Mitch, you're really, like, in the weeds of this one. And I'm really concerned. Yeah, you're pretty... Wait, 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 wait. Give me time, guys. I mean, coming off the motorbike, ex- uh, the motorbike, you know, the incident, I don't really know if you can redeem yourself on maybe, this one. Maybe, like, a spider girl? Maybe that. Uh, that... that, that. That'd be kind of sexy, where it's like Gwen Stacy mask, white. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. I kind like of that. that. I like that because because it's kind of seductive, <laughs> kind of sexy. Like it, like it's not a fucking horse mask. You could go for the. So you could go for a honker like Jones. A fucking a horse. You could go for the honker Jones mask, the all leather. So, <laughs> dude, honker but but I think you've introduced. I think you've Jones. introduced like what I'm gonna make as a as a new thing going on. You know, forward where at, at some random yeah. point in the pod, I'm just gonna be like, all right, it's your turn, and just reserve a question yeah. for the for the guest. Make that sure that awesome. they get the wild ones like this, because that's what I'm saying. That's what's funny, because you get to pick what they get, so it's really good. I like that idea a lot. Buttons out here, you know, just re-energizing the community with with new shit. Oh yeah, you know, just one, he does this one day at a time. This. That's right. If my partner had to wear. All right, a mask. well, I think we're I think we're burnt out on the mask since we just talked about the mask for forever. Yeah. Can you, oh Mitch? You're gosh. not even in the frame. <laughs> okay. I'm too right. short. I'm just <laughs> such a short king. You're not even short. <laughs> I thought I met you I IRL. You're, you're like five eleven <laughs> and a half. <laughs> 
And Mitch came back from CNFTCon. He was like, dude, everyone there is no. really short, dude. No, I was like, everyone said everyone's king. tall. No, no, I'm a short king. I'm like everybody else, guys, please. I'm super excited for Con this year, though. Side comment. Dude, Con I cannot I didn't get wait. to go this past year. You are just excited to sh- sh- share a bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're getting a, yeah, we're getting a, a queen room. Noah, we're getting a twin <laughs> bed. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Okay, moving along. So, uh, what real-world problems are you most bullish on blockchain solving? My number one thing is, like, just the fact that there, there will be a ledger for fucking everything. Yeah, I think voting for me... Is the biggest Dude, one. why do you keep stealing? Voting is mine. Voting was literally mine. Yeah, blockchain voting. Faster, man. Blockchain voting is really good. Um, you could, in theory, run like a national election uh, on a blockchain and have every single vote verified. Um, so. And then instead of getting a sticker, you get an NFT that says "I voted" with the you know like the circle with the red and blue. In, you the, know? in the year, that would be cool. Maybe I might even have. Vote than if they sent me a NFT. Yeah, I mean, you, you should you should probably vote regardless. I won't get super yeah, political, but if, that's how oh, we, I will. Yeah, that's how we choose. Like our country is going to be run. It's probably pretty important that you participate if you, you know, live here. Or if I believe in the political system, no one does. But you have to participate. Like, yeah, you so. It, it's a my, my 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 thing is is give me somebody I like and I'll do it, but um, but if there's not somebody I like, that then I'm not gonna do it. And I'm sorry if that makes y- y'all mad, but this is not the I'm so mad future I'm b- voting for. So 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 I guess I I have a couple stances on that right because I on one hand I agree with you right give me somebody I like. But I would imagine that out of all of the candidates, right, there is probably one that you would like. But no, mm, they, but how much research do you do? Yeah, into all that, the that's the thing, right? Like, because I feel like you don't. I don't feel like you don't do a lot. Yeah, like see, you, like, have, to, like, you have, have to. I don't think. like. See, there my, were over. Mitch is like Mitch, There were over two hundred like candidates. For Mitch is the like 20, the kid that, like, that says he doesn't that says he doesn't like mustard because it tastes bad, but has never tried mustard. He just doesn't like. Bruh, <laughs> first off, a big a big difference in in drinking, eating mustard, and voting for somebody that will fucking change our policies. But one way or the years. other, someone's going to change it. Is what I'm saying. So l- I feel like yes. we're gonna go down a really yes. big rabbit hole that I'm I'm very well like I, I'm happy to participate in, but I just don't know if everyone would be. Yeah. So I don't give a shit anymore. I'll get canceled. Fuck. Fuck voting for somebody <laughs> I don't believe. In. I. That's a m- 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 my. I opinion. agree. I believe in I believe I, in ranked choice voting. I yes, I am a huge advocate for ranked choice voting. I think it's the best system. Um. That being said, I imagine that you would be able to find a political candidate uh, that you did agree with because there, there's political candidates from all spectrums, right? Whether whether you're very far left, very far right, somewhere uh, between, there there is some candidate that is running for president that agrees with at least 80 or 70 percent 
uh, of the things you believe, and maybe they differ in some. But ultimately, it ends up coming down to two. But if everybody has the at the you know the attitude, well, I'm not going to vote because it doesn't matter because my vote doesn't count or because I don't care about this candidate, right? That's a vote that's not being cast for your candidate at all, and yeah. it will never change that system. Uh, one of the things is like how third parties get funded, for example, is based on like how any party gets funded, Democratic, Republican, or a third party, yep. uh, is based on the votes they receive, right? So if you find a candidate right. that you really vibe with, but they're they're not Republican or Democrat, and you don't vote for them because, well, neither of them are going to win anyways, well, next year or next election cycle, when somebody from that party wants to run, they're not going to be able to have the funding because nobody voted for them because it doesn't matter, right? So it ends up in this, like, circular system where it's like well i don't vote because it doesn't matter but it doesn't matter because i don't vote uh yeah so i don't vote because it doesn't matter then uh, then uh, we need we need a bigger m movement to uh, where it does matter you 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 telling 75 people that will watch this that voting does matter that doesn't change shit like so so i do get what you're going at, and I do agree with that. But we need a mass movement to get more pe people to Agreed. vote, where my vote would count. So, so I don't. So I just think that your. I just think then. your mindset's wrong, though, right? Because if you're like my vote doesn't count, but like a hundred thousand people also think the same way, then no one's like you're not doing anything to like benefit anybody. You know, like you're. Yeah. No. no uh, what I'm doing is benefiting myself because i'm not being boggled down by this political system. you live in it That's you live under it regardless of if you vote or not you live yeah. under that system. yeah that i guess that's the ultimate thing is right like one candidate don't like one candidate regardless of if you vote or not what the winning candidate decides affect you and my opinion is that you you know if you're going to be affected by it you should probably have a say in it right like they they take yeah, your money which, right they take your taxes every year. You should. You should at least. No, no, I don't pay any of that. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One day. And to the IRS, this is a joke. NFA. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. To all the IRS agents. So, if watching, your partner please. had to wear a mask. <laughs> um, no, no. I like blockchain solving voting. I also like it solving like um like menial tasks that you do with like government offices that take way too long for like really simple shit. Like yeah. if you, if you yeah. lost your birth certificate and had to go get another and like have to put in like a request to get another one, it takes like three weeks yeah. and you have to like, provide all kinds of documentation to prove that you're you rather than like it just being stored on the blockchain. So you could just always access it all the time. Yeah. Like, I well, like I guess it. the problem. For, I, so no, I guess blockchain fixes it. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, because you got like, a security up. chain built on a chain. Like midnight's gonna be. Yeah. No, I was like, well, then anybody could just access anybody's birth certificate and use it. But there, there's ways around that. That's not really an issue. Yeah, I think that. I think uh, some of the stuff it does for supply chain is great. Right. Like, yeah. imagine a day where you can get your milk, and your milk has a little QR code on it, and you can scan it, and yeah. you can see which cow it came from, and which farm that cow is on, and all the things that cow had eaten. Uh, and all of the, the different trucks that that milk was sitting in. Good thing I don't like milk, because that shit's gross. I also don't like milk. I I, I love cheese. I, I love cheese. I actually Ubered a guy. 
<laughs> I actually Ubered a guy that his current job is he is the person like like talking to lawyers, kind of building this context where like there will be there will be like piece of meat sent fucking everywhere where they will have a barcode a QR code that will do this so it's like kind of happening even now but very very slowly my big thing would be like seeing like government spending and all of that yeah. and a kind of that's being awesome. able to see a ledger i know i'm so awesome but seeing a ledger where i'm gonna be like you pay like, 20 so grand for a desk fuck I'm just you, screaming. You, you, yeah. you sent 10 million dollars to russia <laughs> for the war versus ukraine what the fuck but <laughs> things like that that the uh, government need, needs to be a liable for but they're not because they don't have to be and then on top of that, going to talking about taxes, seeing where my ta taxes are going, you could also use the blockchain for that. So, yeah. so it's things like that that fixes so many problems. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if we could do it. I wonder if we could do it to where every every state had a pool, and if I didn't like my pool, I could stake to a different state's pool for their Texas taxes. pool, baby. Be like my boy Button said, "Them roads yeah. are rough." I'm I'm gonna stake to I'm gonna stake to Connecticut this year, guys. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Kind of going off of that. That'd be well, cool, like, dude. Be, dude, is, yeah. Th that'd be fucking sick, though. Yeah. But yeah. I agree. Um, I think blockchain is exciting uh, for a lot of different IRL uses, uh, but some of the political ones are really good. Um, I think for school records, it'll be really, really great, right? Uh, for education, having a basically like a like a standard where you know, oh, you you earn this credit from this class, well, it's issued to your wallet that's tied to your ID. Right, that you have and everybody can see, yeah. and it's permanently affixated to that wallet, right? Because or or to that ID or whatever, right? And you can, you know, that's how you apply for your degree. Is you go to an app and you say, okay, look, I have all the credits. Give me my degree or whatever. Complete, completely, man. And then you could also do that with like, like. Video games, you, you could do that with, like, like a concert tickets. You, you could do that with, like, shopping online. Yeah. You, you could follow that and see where it gets sent, sent to next. Where you, you know there's not, like, somebody just pocketing fucking all of this money. Yeah, I think, too, right, like... Um... So NFTs specifically, for example, right? You look at their use cases and what they do, right? I, I think it's inevitable eventually. One day, um, when you go to AMC and you get a movie ticket or when you go to, uh, you know, Gillette Stadium to watch the Patriots play or you go Gross. you go to the DMV to get a title for your car or you go to Rocket Mortgage and, and you get a deed to your house, Right. Like yeah. those things are going to come in the form of non fungible tokens because it makes sense because they're non fungible things. Right. And so, mm -hmm. oh, well, I guess a movie ticket is kind of fungible. Uh, 
but it also works as a non-fungible token. Um, yeah, it, yeah, right. Makes like, sense. It, it's only going to give you admission to a certain show in a certain location at a certain time. Um, but there's multiple. I guess if you went down to the seat number, uh, it becomes non-fungible. But um, yeah, right. So, like, that's where I think the technology is going. Right. Like, I think there will be a day when, first of all, I think for it to happen, people will not know that they're using crypto or blockchain. Right. Like, they'll just have an app. Yeah. Yeah. They'll have an app and that app will on the back end be connected to a wallet and you'll never know that it's called a wallet. It's just going to be an app. Right. For your movie tickets. And then you're going to say, oh, I want to go see, uh, you know, uh, Avengers 20. And, you know, you buy the movie ticket, you go, you scan your phone just like you do now the only difference is at the end of the day you're going to own the the ticket stub and you'll be able yeah. to sell it as a collectible you uh, you can kind of like see that now like with what i was saying where they're kind of, that they're kind of is a barcode on some type of meats that's not directly linked to crypto mm-hmm. currently but but give it 15, 20 years, crypto is going to be become much, much bigger into that. But that will come with, like, regulations and all, which mm-hmm. we will see now because of things like Celsius, like fucking FTX blowing yeah. up. Where now the, the governments kind of have to do something, and no matter how bad it is, it's going to be good. Yeah, I think regulation in the space is needed, uh, and it's needed it's badly. I think it's a great thing. Yeah, a lot of people would say, yeah. oh, we don't want regulation. I can't believe they're going to come in. It's like, how is anybody supposed to And then they're like, why am I rugged? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. How is or, anybody... or why is my exchange locking my funds and I can't do anything with it? Like, yeah. but, but you, can't, you can't have your exactly. cake and eat it, exactly. too. Like, you, can't, you, can't hate, you can't hate regulation and also like despise shit that happens yeah. due to lack of regulation. Agreed. Yeah. And, and I think one of the biggest ironies of the entire thing is that basically um, – like the FTX collapse is going to go as this big red stain on crypto. Oh my gosh, users had their funds locked. They can't. They couldn't get it. This, the crypto steals all their money. And and in practicality, yeah. the FTX crash was caused as a direct result of opposing crypto principles, right? Like FTX right. is a yeah. centralized entity. Crypto is all about decentralization, right? FTX was right. holding your funds. Crypto is all about self custody. In- yeah, and that's why it's good. Like, and like it's not good for those that like lost out. The retail investors, like, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like good that like these types of institutions implode because like we we don't like need those around. Like, we don't have space for those, right? Like, in a decentralized world, centralized like exchanges and things like that aren't going to be like necessary or good. Agreed. Um, yeah. To have around. So the more decentralized shit is, the better. I talked. To a guy that had two million dollars in FTX when it imploded. That sucks. We talking Tom Brady. That's a bad beat. <laughs> but, but, dude, honestly, fuck. Dude, that number was like seven hundred and fifty million. Yeah. And he gave half of it to Giselle, right. or like a bunch of it to Giselle. <laughs> Damn. That's why we like, say, not your keys, not your crypto. 
And um, but uh, this is not financial advice. That's NFA. But anyways. but anyways, it's been about two and two hours and two minutes. We very much appreciate having you on buttons. It's been thank you, button, dude. This has been awesome. It was pretty fun, dude. I I had a blast shoot hanging me, out with you guys. Sh- shoot me your name on whatever platform you play on for Call of Duty. Oh. After definitely, this. definitely, one hundred percent. We'll run some games. I, I have like a busy day today and tomorrow, yeah. but maybe Friday. DM, DM me your Activision ID. I don't know the numbers yeah. on mine. I can't get them. I don't know why. I've been trying for okay. like weeks. Okay, cool. But I'll pull mine up later. Yeah, yeah. And send it to I you. can. I can add you that way. Perfect. Button, do you have anything you'd like to pimp before we end? Anything off? I would like to pimp. What a he asks everyone. Yeah, what a statement. You'd like to maybe pimp. Maybe dead. Dead I think he means rabbits? chill, yeah. but Maybe pimp sounds cooler. Yeah. Listen, I yeah, I I got some stuff I want to show. He has no bag; they're paper handed. Yeah, I I paper uh, I paper handed my bags. I paper handed my bags. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right, dead rabbits. Weapons mint is coming quarter one, twenty twenty three. Moles are coming. Mole wars is coming. Uh, dead rabbits is just getting started. Uh, I am super excited. We have weapons. We have moles. We have battle class NFTs. You're going to be able to battle any NFT in the Cardano ecosystem that you own. Uh, You're going to be able to battle your rabbit, your moles. Uh, I am super excited. I'm taking the top of the leaderboards. No one is going to stop me. I am topping all three leaderboards, moles, rabbits, and outlanders. Uh, You heard it here first. Catch me if you can. That's the alpha. Challenge accepted, motherfucker. Yeah, you're going down, bro. It, like you might. All right, now I gotta go get a. I gotta go get a rabbit now. So might, I can participate. In all you this might madness. get accepted. You might get second place. Maybe. Might get second. Well, well, well. Any ways, guys? We do a appreciate you guys watching this entire episode. And if you did enjoy it, go drop. Go go down and uh, drop a like and maybe sub, maybe drop a comment if you did enjoy Button because I know for a fact that we loved having Button Glover come on and talk to us about everything from motor bicycles to fucking NFTs to uh, <laughs> f- fucking adoption to fucking having sex in horse masks. <laughs> this was a wild one. We're DJs. This is, this a is wild what we one. do. We are DJs. Uh this is a blast. Thank you this guys so much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, man. And we will see you in next time on the DJ report. Goodbye. Peace. Bye guys. <laughs>